Hey, welcome back to Screen Crush. I'm Ryan Airy. And a new cover story from Variety says that Marvel is considering bringing back the original six Avengers, including Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, and then also replacing Kang the Conqueror with Doctor Doom. So I'm going to explain why I think all of this is a really bad idea that shows what happens when suits run the creative side of show business. It's a bad idea, right? Now the article goes on to document all the behind-the-scenes problems that Marvel was having in their worst year ever, and I'm going to talk about all of that with our own friend Colton Ogburn a bit later. But look, just before I get into like why this is all horrible, you have to know that this is not all doom and gloom. I actually think Marvel is setting themselves up for a 2024 that is going to be their best year since the pandemic. And I'm going to tell you why just a bit later. But first, let's talk about the bad ideas being floated here. First, let's start with how Marvel is not only going to dump Jonathan Majors as Kang, but they're talking about replacing the character with Doctor Doom as the new big bad of the multiverse saga. And by the way, according to this Variety piece, this discussion started before Majors legal troubles when Quantumania underperformed at the box office. And look, if you want to dump Jonathan Majors, great, but don't dump Kang. Kang is a great villain in the comics. The multiverse saga has laid some terrific groundwork for this character with two stellar seasons of Loki. If you drop Kang the Conqueror now, then the legacy of that character is going to be, oh yeah, that guy that was defeated by Ant-Man. Just, just recast the guy. Please, Marvel, Disney, you can recast people. It's fine. You can recast young Luke Skywalker. You can recast Han Solo. You can recast Tony Stark. If Paramount could recast Spock and Kirk, then you can recast comic book characters. Now look, Doctor Doom was the villain in the 2015 Secret Wars comics, which the movie's probably going to be based on. But if they suddenly insert Doctor Doom into the narrative now, then it's going to feel rushed. I mean, Doctor Doom is my all-time favorite comic book villain, and I want the MCU to do him right. You owe me that. Doom should be the Loki of phases 7 through 9, but in reverse. He should get more villainous after every movie, and he starts off like as a good guy and a victim. Don't ruin him by having him pinch hit for Kang. And the other rumor in this article is that Disney is considering paying really big money to Robert Downey Jr. and the rest of the Avengers to bring them out of retirement. I retire for what, like five minutes and it all goes to shit. I hate this idea. Like, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that maybe this is just in reference to like them appearing in Secret Wars where they would be playing like variants of themselves from other realities. Maybe a reality where Natasha stayed an evil spy or where Tony kept drinking heavily. I don't know what they want to do. But if they're actually going to hire these original six to come back like as the Avengers, this is corporate laziness writ large. It's like how when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they wanted every Star Wars movie to revolve around the era of the original trilogy instead of telling new stories and new eras. I mean, they're finally getting away from that after we've had a decade of OT spinoffs. But their adherence to this story made in the 1970s ultimately hurt Star Wars, and it's going to hurt Marvel. Or how so? Well, okay, The Force Awakens was a remake of A New Hope. Last Jedi overcorrected that, and The Rise of Skywalker was just pandering from top to bottom. That's the TLDR. And now I'm afraid that that is going to happen again with Marvel. Look, these original six, they're not the only Avengers. They were not even the original Avengers in the comics. Marvel has thousands of characters in their catalog. The Avengers roster has expanded or contracted to tell some incredibly weird, gut-wrenching, fun stories over the years. And Marvel has already introduced new characters that I want to see on a team together. She-Hulk, Cersei, Black Knight, Captain America, Shang-Chi, Shuri, Moon Knight, White Vision. Get all those unlikely weirdos in a room together right now. Let's get weird! Weird! Get weird! If you want a new Iron Man, Rhodey is right there. He was Iron Man in the comics during the 80s Secret Wars. Don Cheadle is an incredible actor with an amazing pedigree and he could lead
lead this franchise. Now look, maybe these new characters have not caught on like the originals, but remember this, none of the MCU movies were billion dollar money makers until the characters met in the Avengers. And then Marvel was able to take the audience of five different movies and combine them into one movie. These new Avengers, they need that room to breathe, to grow, to interact. They need a team up movie. Where is my Shang-Chi sequel for God's sake? Like if Marvel just dumps all of this groundwork and reverts back to what worked before, then they are cutting off their future. It's trading the cow for a glass of milk. Oh, but that's some tasty, tasty milk person. It sure is. Now look, this is not an official announcement that Marvel has made. It's a leak of something they've considered after their Palm Springs retreat this year. I actually think that 2024 is going to end up being a big rebound year for Marvel, and I'm going to explain why. I have my reasons. But first, I want to talk to my friend Colton Ogburn about this. So Colton, we both read this article from Variety. What are, what are your thoughts on this? It's a lot to digest. Yeah, it, it is a lot. Um, my main thought would just be it. It's unfortunate. It it's sad. I mean, for the longest time, Marvel Studios, the MCU, they were the the pinnacle of you know Hollywood filmmaking. They 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 achieved so much. You know, with the box office, with what they're able to do with various genres uh, within the superhero genre. So to see what we've long suspected with like these leaks of like confirmation of different dramas going on behind the scenes. Um, it, it's not surprising just based on what we've seen with various projects. Like I'll pick on secret invasion. It, it wasn't surprising to learn that Feige has been stretched thin. Uh, it wasn't surprising to learn that they've been really reactionary with, you know, changing, you know, directions in the middle of a production or in the middle of a script or something like that. So uh, while not surprising, it, it's still just, unfortunate. Well, you know, a lot of this was covered in the book we, we keep talking about on the show because uh, a friend of the channel, Joanna Robinson, co-wrote it. This book, The Reign of Marvel Studios, talks about how how Feige began to be stretched thin. The pandemic, it's a must-read, talks about all that. There was also the Hollywood Reporter article from a couple weeks ago about Daredevil being retooled and how Marvel's like kind of redoing their television, right? Mm -hmm. Which was all, I think we can agree, very good that they're like taking a more traditional approach and they're focusing on making good product. So with this, though, there's a lot to digest in this Variety article like I talked about earlier. First, let's talk about um, the idea of majors, okay? And just, uh, you know, where, where do you go with him? Is, is he, you know, we, we've talked on here before, we agree he's great. I'm trying to withhold judgment on everything, but a lot of people seem to be coming out of the woodwork. Where do you think they go with the character of Kang and with majors after this? What would you do? Well, uh, I'll be clear. Uh, if he did what he's accused of having done, you know, screw him. You know, oh, I, we, I yeah. hope, no. yeah, I, I hope Bye. that you don't yeah, deserve a career. Cast him or, right. Right. Uh, you know, get, get rid of him for sure. Yeah. But it, as I've said in other talkbacks, like when we talk about star Wars or like recasting, like original characters or like how we talked about with T'Challa, uh, I'm big on recast. I, I don't think if Jonathan majors did what he did, I do not think that that should affect Kang. That should not affect, what Feige's plan was for the MCU, I, I think they should just push forward and recast the character. And in some ways, Kang is kind of an easier character to do. If, if you're that concerned about, oh, well, he was our main guy and now he's going to look different, just write it in. <laughs> Have him be like a yeah, slightly different Yeah, literally, because it's, it's the multiverse, right? Right. But yeah. even then, like, I don't even think, the only major recasting we've seen in the MCU is Don Cheadle, right? Don Cheadle, when he shows up, says, it's me, I'm here, deal with it, which is kind of like a meta thing about 
the Terrence Howard recasting. It's me. I'm here. Deal with it. Let's move on. Fine. I don't even think they need to do that. You know, it doesn't matter. People get recast. There's been a million James Bonds. There's been a million Batman. Some of them have even existed in the same universe. It's fine. You know, the, the idea that like, I think that the idea that we're tied to movie stars is a little, it's not really of the franchise era if that makes sense. I think that we can definitely get on board with new faces, new people, new interpretations of characters, as long as the quality remains good. And like this article talks about, yes. the quality has not remained good <laughs> throughout yeah, a lot exactly. of what we've seen here. Uh, and also regarding majors, there's this idea of bringing in Doom, which I think, it was just like speculation. You know, this is all coming from like leaks from the Marvel Palm Springs retreat, which by the way, they have that every year, and it used to be you would never get a leak from that unless it was intentional. So I, I do wonder if this is like Marvel cracking or if some of this is them floating these options to Variety to kind of see how the public reacts. Doctor Doom is, of course, the main villain of the Secret Wars comic. Like, he's the one who fixes oh. the incursion and creates battle. We're both, yeah, well, yeah, both. I will say both, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So it, it is one of those things where, like, you know, when we watched the Infinity War, we were like, ah, oh, but Adam Warlock's not in it. It's like a big change from the comic. And now we kind of have that opportunity to, to put Doom up as this new guy, but I'm kind of looking at it and going, well, look, Doom would have only at this point presumably been in the Fantastic Four movie, which, by the way, I hope that he's not. It's kind of like Magneto having to be in every X-Men movie. Sometimes you just got to build up, like how Joker wasn't in Batman Begins, you know? Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think that's enough build up for Doom to suddenly be God Emperor Doom on Battleworld. And after he's God Emperor Doom on Battleworld, where the hell do you go from there? You know, well, the, you, there's no place to go but down. So I, I as, a, as like the biggest Doctor Doom fan, I've got like Doctor Doom stuff all over. Here's a bobblehead that you got me actually, and there's a Doctor Doom statue over here on the, the shelf with the videos. I think I, I love Doctor Doom, and I don't. <laughs> yes, you did. And there's an action figure there, and a, I go, oh, I like Doctor Doom. Ah, you me got too. me. Ah, I twist my arm. Um, no, he's my favorite villain, and I don't want to see him basically used to pinch hit for Jonathan Majors. I want him built up. You know, his own thing, you know? I want to see Acts of Vengeance in phases seven through nine. I want to see all of Magneto and everybody team up together and everything. Not this. This is not the way to do Doctor Doom. What do you think about it? Do you want to see Doom sub out in Secret Wars? Uh, no, I, I'm right there with you. I, I love Doctor Doom, and I, I sincerely hope that, regardless of what ends up happening, I, I hope that Doctor Doom is the main, the, the Thanos, the king of the next saga like the mutant saga or whatever it ends up being mm -hmm. i think he's definitely the villain to do um no i i don't want to see them shoehorn in dr doom because of some behind the scenes drama regarding kang and like in that article i saw they also mentioned that even before uh this drama with jonathan majors they were considering shifting away from kang just because of the I guess poor reactions to Quantumania that seems yeah. so reactionary to me, and it I really I, I does. Have, yeah, I have a hard time believing that Feige would do that. Um, but to answer you, your question, Marvel's more reactionary than you think. But please go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, like Thor, the, like Thor Ragnarok was going to be when they unveiled the first logo for Thor Ragnarok. It was like a dark brooding. It was going to be a yeah. dark like Age of Ultron set up the dark brooding, mm -hmm. and obviously they shifted course. Sorry, go ahead. Shifted, yeah. Um, well, just to answer your question, no, I, I, I do not want to see Doom just shuffled in to replace Kang. Now, it, if the original plan was, hey, we're going to do Kang Dynasty, and then Secret Wars, we're going to have uh, this Doom character come in and, like, kill all the Kangs, that sounds awesome. Go for it. But then that does open the door for, okay, well, where do you go with Doom after that? If you have exactly. him on this big level at Secret Wars, 
I'm fine with that, but but I don't want to jeopardize his development as a villain going in for like the next ten years of Marvel after Secret Wars. I, I don't want to jeopardize the next ten years just to save what has been a you know a difficult saga for the multiverse saga. I I'm concerned that what they're doing is to just oh let's do this let's do that let's do that they're just moving around to I think they just need to stop focus take a breath and that seems to kind of be what they're doing like with the report you mentioned with Daredevil so so I hope that cooler heads prevail and that Feige can get in there and say okay let's take a breath relax let, let's do this right and I trust Kevin Feige. I, I think he has been spread thin, as this article suggested. Um, we've seen what he was able to do with the Infinity Saga. And I think he can save the multiverse saga if he's given the opportunity. Yeah, it's a shame because the idea of the multiverse really does offer a lot of creative outlets, but uh, creative possibilities, but it also has a lot of creative limitations. And periods like, you know, death doesn't matter anymore because we can always bring in another one. And that's kind of where I'm at with this, the Robert Downey Jr., uh, potential and, and uh, Scarlett Johansson coming back, right? So like I talked about earlier, I love the original Avengers. Who doesn't love the original Avengers? They're iconic, right? But the Avengers comic books shifted the membership around and they made it work. Yes, you know, the team tended to work better when some of the core members were there, but you could also, the Avengers was such a strong book, you could have Black Knight, Cersei, Doctor Druid, you could have all those B-listers and it'd still be a great book if the people writing it were good. And I think audiences would show up for those characters. But what do you, what's your opinion on the, uh, the, the originals coming back to at least like maybe mentor or like hold the hand of these younger guys? Well, I, I've always thought that Secret Wars would have Robert Downey Jr. show up again as Iron Man, have Scarlett Johansson come back as mm. Black Widow, as, maybe as not variants. as the main characters. Oh. What was that? As variants? Yeah, or, yeah, as uh -huh. variants, or, yeah, something to, to that degree. Um, because, I mean, Secret Wars, I, I would think everybody is going to be in Secret Wars. So why pass up that opportunity to have, you know, uh, a variant Tony Stark, like, say hi to Peter Parker, or maybe that Tony Stark lost his Peter Parker. You know, it, it writes itself. There's really cool stuff that you could do with that. I love the original six. It's what that movie was able to do the original avengers and with age of ultron infinity war taking b-list characters you know like like mm -hmm. iron man captain america black widow mm -hmm. all of people that. forget I, that absolutely yeah i'd say really the only a-lister on that team was hulk maybe like the big known character so mm -hmm. what they were able to do that now we are talking about those six heroes being these iconic characters that would definitely get the audience interested again uh very impressive. And I'd love to see it. Sure. I, I'd love a movie with the original six Avengers. I was talking the other day um, about how cool it would be, like, maybe 20 years from now, the original six reassemble for some, like, Elseworld story or something. I thought that'd Robert be really Downey neat. Jr. would be 80. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah. Um, you guys, like, the comics already have, that's what keeps getting me about this. Like, I, I get that Marvel's huge now, right? And that it's not just nerds. But I'm sorry, nerds, we, we know the answer. We've seen the answer. It's you get different artists on a book, a character looks different. There have been so many other Iron Man, like Rhodey is right there. Rhodey is your yeah. new Iron Man. We don't need to bring in Iron Heart and all and these other things. Like he's your guy. We love Rhodey. Instead, they shoehorn him in Secret Invasion into this. Oh, God. Oh, it's oh, jeez. Person. Yeah, Doug. You're doing it again. Sorry, man. You're <laughs> stop. Doug doesn't usually show up and talk back. Thanks, buddy. High five. 
Uh, I just wanted to add, though, that as much as I would love to see the original six back, I do not want to see them back as, like, some kind of, like, retcon, like, oh, uh, let's backpedal, this new stuff isn't working. No, you, commit. I want you to commit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. take, like, the um, the late night wars, for example. I know this is, like, a, a weird example, but, you know, like, when Conan replaced Leno uh, as the yeah. host, and then he, like, six months later, they give Leno a show like before Conan's show, just completely kneecapping, you know, his transition as the tonight show host. I think that's the same thing that would happen here. If we bring back Robert Downey Jr. and Black Widow and all the original Avengers, I feel like you're kneecapping your Mm -hmm. setup for what's supposed to be this new team. So, I mean, I I really don't want them to give up on what they've built so far uh, by bringing back in the original crew. And I, yeah, I think I mean, that could be something they risk. And there's so many promising characters in here. Like, I think that um, Yelena Belova is in a lot of ways more interesting than Natasha ever was. Sam Wilson, I find fascinating because he has no powers. This is a normal guy going out there just with some wings and a fancy shield, you know? Even in Falcon the Winter Soldier, when he practices with the shield, we can see it hurts him to catch it. You know, that's a great character. There's so many characters like that that have not had their time to shine. She-Hulk comics are way better than the She-Hulk show. And I agree with you. It's, it's also kind of what a lot of sports teams have done over the years that have higher budgets. Like Yankee, the Yankees in the 2000s started to sell off their young talent for these like older veterans who helped them win short term, but it sacrificed the success long term. And that's what I meant when I compared this to like when Disney bought Star Wars. It just feels like corporate decisions. It, it, it doesn't ring to me as like creative decisions where people are excited about characters. It's them looking at Q ratings. It's like when Marvel actually does start to become the boys. Yeah. Well, and, and what happens? Okay. Say, say they do bring back the original six for a movie. Okay. And then what, you know, what, what do you yeah, do exactly. after that? It, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're backing themselves into a corner, I think. Especially since, around. as we've talked about many times on this channel, why was there not an Avengers film in Phase 4? Why even bother to call it Phases? I, I still don't understand the creative reasoning behind that. I've heard excuses. Um, oh, yeah. you know, there's a, already team-ups and things like that happening. But, like, especially when you have massive stories like Secret Invasion kind of just waiting in the wings, or even Gore the God Butcher, or anything like that could have been elevated to an Avengers-level threat. I, I don't know. Some things in this article, too, didn't surprise me, like Blade. You know, there's been rumors about Blade being having bad writers and things like that for a long time. The fact that they tried to tease Blade in the Eternals without actually showing Blade was yeah. a kind of a very odd choice for Marvel, where we would at least usually get, like, Thor's hammer, or, you know, to tease a character. You know, and that's really the one thing about Marvel we used to be able to rely on. You know, they would take these obscure storylines or even major storylines from the comics and adapt them so well. Like Civil War was not the big crossover event, but it was done so well and adapted so well for these characters, right? Now what I'm kind of getting is that instead of doing that, instead of saying, hey, you know, the multiverse, what if we really stretch that out? They're kind of going, oh, no, people are tired of the multiverse. we got to wrap this shit up. we got to do this now. Let's just bring in Doom. Everybody wants Doom anyways. Whereas, like, if I'm going to bring in Doctor Doom, right, if I'm going to do Doctor Doom right, I'm going to have a Doctor Doom movie. I'm going to have a, I'm going to have Doctor Doom as, like, a poor, uh, poor kid in a caravan camp who's being, whose family is, like, being pursued by the forces of the government. I'm going to do Doctor Doom's story right. Give people the Doctor Doom story that they've never gotten to have. In the same way that the MCU gave us the, the, the Captain America movie that we always wanted that we never got to have, you know? 
now they're just taking all these stories. Like Gore the God Butcher is one of the best arcs I've ever read in the comics. Jason Aaron's Thor run, 100 issues, is fantastic. And they turn it into a basically a gag movie. The Secret Invasion, this amazing concept and story from the comics distilled into the worst MCU show. With the multiverse saga, there's this opportunity to do Secret Wars. The first version's better than the second one, but like Secret Wars has all this amazing potential. And I can tell, you can just see that all Marvel's trying to do is just get to the finish line where Wolverine and Tobey Maguire share the screen together. But is that enough to sustain a franchise? It's not. And I, I think they... I was surprised when they announced Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars so early i was that did it seem early to you yeah early on? They, it was in like 2021 or 2022 yeah it, and they it, said it's going to come out in 2025 wow yeah it, and okay. now even later it, it it just felt so odd like after endgame i really thought marvel would take a second have some fun do an avengers movie with Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and yeah, Falcon, As and As actual Avengers She-Hulk. again, which yes, they haven't and, had since 2015, yeah. And just man, rebuild the team. They could have so easily just copy and paste the first oh. Avengers movie and put in the, those new, fun, exciting characters. Easy. Yes. Yeah. And people would care. People would be interested. People would know who they are. Right now, people are so checked out of Marvel. It, it's insane. And... It, it's just so disappointing. Uh, that That's really my overall take, I guess, on this, this whole topic. Is it, It's just disappointing. Well, it, it is disappointing short term, but there are a lot of reasons to be incredibly optimistic that I'm going to tell all of you guys about right now. Colton, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. As a reminder, everybody, Colton is the guy who lives inside of our television, but he does not know it because he's trapped there eternally, so please don't tell him. And you can find his social and mine below. Colton, thanks a lot. Now, to be optimistic about this, the article talks about how all of this started in 2020 when the COVID-19 pandemic ushered in a mandate to help boost Disney's stock price with an endless torrent of interconnected Marvel content for the studio's fledgling streaming platform, Disney+. According to the plan, there would never be a lapse in superhero fare with either a film in theaters or a new television series streaming at any given moment. Yeah, gee, I can't believe fans didn't want an endless torrent of content. That sounds amazing. Why would they do that? And now, guys, that endless torrent has stopped. Bob Iger is back. The brakes have been pumped. Feige is back to having quality control. Marvel has realized that fans don't want an endless torrent of content. We want stories about characters. Marvel has heard us. So assuming that the strike is resolved and production gets back on track for next year's films, we should be very excited about the Marvel movies next year. Deadpool 3 is finally going to bring a Fox X-Men character into the main MCU timeline. And it's also going to show incursions happening, which is going to finally give real weight to the multiverse saga. And and we're also getting the movie I'm most excited about next year, Captain America Brave New World. Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross, the return of the leader. That movie's going to be huge. I always thought Falcon and the Winter Soldier was an underrated show, and I can't wait to see that story continued on the big screen. And I am so excited for the Thunderbolts. We finally have a team-up movie that we should have gotten back in Phase 4. And on the TV side of things, Marvel has taken their foot off the gas. They're reworking shows like Ironheart and Agatha, taking their time with What If and X-Men 97. Echo is also coming out. The focus has now shifted from quantity to quality. We're going to look back one day on 2023 and say, oh yeah, remember that bad year? That was really bad, but it's good again now. 
You know, maybe you're not so bad after all, brother. And ultimately, Marvel's long game is Secret Wars. You know, we're gonna see Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman team up, and Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider, the Fantastic Four from that other couple of movies. Uh, hopefully, all this team up stuff is gonna happen, though, while Marvel tells a story driven by the incredible new characters that they have introduced in Phase 4 and 5. Because look, Avengers Endgame didn't work because there were a lot of characters at the end. It worked because we cared about those characters. If Marvel gets back to telling character-driven stories about broken weirdos that are forced to interact together, then Phase 6 is going to blow your mind. Also, we have the Young Avengers coming, and I am like really excited to see all of those kids together in the same space. But what do you guys think about all this? Do you want to see Robert Downey Jr. return? Do you want to see Kang replaced with Doctor Doom? What is the problem with Marvel, and what are you optimistic about? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below or at me on Twitter. And if it's your first time here, please subscribe, smash that bell for alerts. For Screen Crush, I'm Ryan Airy.